What is up, Ball Squad Nation? We are back with episode 40. I'm Mike, and I'm here with Dalen. How are you guys doing? And Noah. What is up? Sadly, no Alex. You know, it's starting to become a little bit, starting to get a little busier with, you know, wedding plans and things like that. So mm-hmm. we wish him the best. Um, you know, ho- hopefully maybe he'll have some more stability in his life soon. But, uh, you know, at, in the meantime, he'll be a little like a guest kind of. So, yeah, yeah we're cool with that. All right, so today we just want to highlight some big games that happened this week, talk about some injury news, and then talk about some teams kind of like what we used to do. So not going to be a super long episode or anything like that, but it's still going to have a good amount of content. But first, of course, we got to talk about our Ball Squad Player of the Week. Dalen, who do we got? Our Ball Squad. Luka Doncic. Oh, sorry. Dalen, give it away. Dalen, go ahead. Our Ball Squad (laughs) Player of the Week is... Devin Armani Booker. <laughs> uh, Devin, uh, with a close second being Luka Doncic. Um, they both had very similar stats this week, but we gave the slight edge to uh, Booker just because uh, he had the more efficient games and everything. And he had a plus minus of, I believe, 19. 19.7. 19.7. Mm-hmm. So very good, very strong week for him. Uh, 3-0 and in the stretch against some... Decent teams, you know. They're pretty No, tough, stop, tough game stop, 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 stop. <laughs> yeah. No, you literally didn't play one okay. I'm not trying to hate on Booker, no, but I'm, just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say like that you guys played hey, great teams. Okay, listen. It's impressive either way. Okay, it doesn't matter who, who Booker but played. Booker, I Booker think had, had a good season from or, Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> they La Bum. <laughs> Booker had a great week. And I'm not going to minimize that because of his strength of schedule because at the end of the day, anyone doing what he did this week is pretty impressive, I think. Especially considering he's not even a point guard, but Bro's been playing like a point guard. You know what I mean? So it's definitely cool to see. He's dishing out seven assists per game with only two turnovers, at least for this week. Uh, Compared to Luka, he had eight assists, but also five turnovers a game. So it's definitely something to think about there. Both dropped 31 points this week, or 31 points per game this week. Booker had was 55% from the field, so you know just really good numbers there, and 42% from three. Um, and he only averaged one free throw a game. So that all things that's considered, crazy. I think that's, that's pretty yeah, impressive. On the other hand, Luca averaged seven. You know, and again, I don't. But but seven is not crazy. No, it's not, not crazy. crazy. It's I'm not just like saying. Anything, it, <laughs> I'm just saying though, it's I'm trying to put you know Booker's. Success that, yeah, into yeah, perspective. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's fair. Listen, I I voted for Booker this week, but honestly, you could have given it to Luca. You could have made a fair argument. I don't want to like. I don't want to sound like we're hating on Luca because he had a great week as well. He beat Boston and Brooklyn, both teams playing pretty well right now. Did he beat them or did Dinwiddie beat them? I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. I he just, he I performed well against those teams. No, no, no. I, I I agree. I I was just kidding. I think yeah, yeah. that that's why I wanted to give it to Luca. Um, but I was outnumbered. Yep. Uh, mostly because Luca just had a really amazing uh, slate of games this week. Balled out against a really good Nets team. Um, and yeah. Anyways, but we gave it to Booker. So congrats to Booker. We'll we'll and have it dropped off at your house, hand delivered <laughs> by Daylin. <laughs> and again, good thing Alex is not here because he would have definitely trashed Luca a lot. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I, I don't understand that. Bro. I feel there's like nothing. To, there's nothing to trash him Listen, on for. Like, Alex is just an all-American guy. Right? Yeah. No, none of these foreign NBA players, Americans only, right? But yeah. So then, so then, get rid of Giannis. Get rid of Embiid. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of Jokic. The three best players in the league. Listen, Mer- America first, baby. No, just kidding. All right, let's okay. get, <laughs> let's get into. So we wanted to to kind of like last week what we did with our performance shoutouts. We've been having a lot of crazy games. Have you as you've noticed the league has just been crazy right now, and it hasn't even stopped. So this week we've had a ton of great performances, and we just wanted to shout some out. Kyrie Irving with sixty points. That was the only game he played this week, and he dropped sixty. Carl Anthony Towns with sixty as well. Uh, Kevin Durant with fifty three. Steph with forty seven. LeBron with another 50-point game. I just want to mention something about the Lakers. Currently, they're 0-9 since the All-Star break, unless LeBron scores 50-plus, in which they're 2-0. So, you know. I can't believe Michael can laugh about this. Dude, honestly, I don't want to, I don't want to get sidetracked too much. If you don't but laugh, you cry. Listen, yeah. the, <laughs> as much as people hate this Lakers team right now, they do not hate them as much as I do. Okay, so that that's why I could go through it. Anyway, let's move on. Josh Hart with 44. That was kind of random, but he's been kind of balling since he got to Portland. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, so that's good for him. Jordan Clarkson with 45, which, you know, it's cool to see. Trey Young with two 40-plus games, one with 46, one with 47. He also had a game with nine points this week. But honestly, though, still great performances by week. Still a great week for him and honestly yeah it's pretty crazy dropping that much and then outside of points spencer dinwiddie had two game winners it definitely looks like that trade is working out pretty well for the mavericks yeah i'm not gonna lie i was hating on it a little bit i was i thought they could have gotten more for chris stapps and i thought dinwiddie was kind of redundant for you know for luca but it's been working and the maps have gotten really good got a shout out to oh go ahead no sorry I was just gonna say I uh I heard this trade transition from the Kristaps Porzingis trade to the Spencer Dinwiddie trade because like you know how like yeah. like let's say oh I know like, what you the mean. way it was reported yeah so so like when Anthony Davis went to the Lakers it's not the Lonzo Ball trade yeah or the Brandon Ingram. it's the it's the Anthony Davis trade because he's the star piece in this yeah okay so so now instead of the Porzingis trade it's now called the the Dinwiddie trade because Dinwiddie has easily been the best player since that trade happened. Like, that was involved in the trade. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. It was and a good he's, trade. He's just been so impactful for them. And honestly, I liked it when I when I first heard about it for the Mavs. Mm-hmm. Um, I did think... I mean, you guys can... I, I remember you liked it. Me, I remember man. you liked it. Yeah, but uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm happy. Happy for them. So... Pretty, pretty good overall. He's been balling. Also, I just wanted to shout out real quick. I feel like Jason Kidd should be a candidate for Coach of the Year. Um, really? Yeah, honestly, the Mavs have been Big doing race. pretty well. I think that might be, though, because a lot of people had low expectations for Jason Kidd because he didn't have good stints with the Nets and Bucks. But, I mean, he's doing pretty well now. So, I, I, off the top of my head, I don't really know who should win Coach of the Year. But... I think I think they could Spolstra. be in that conversation. Yeah, Spolster's probably like the front runner for yeah. sure. But I I think Kid could be in the running, hundred percent. 
Him or Monty. I don't know why you wouldn't give it to Monty. The the problem with giving it to Monty is you could have given like last year was. The I year think year last year Monty. was the year to give it to Monty. You like know. I I'm sure he does. He has a coach of the year worthy year, but like I feel like in terms of like the narrative, like it's not. This was expected because now they're gonna be like, oh, the Suns are talented now. I don't know. Yeah. Or it's Chris Paul. Yeah, but yeah, whatever. but but they still like will give it to like they'll give it to like uh, Eric Spolstra when when. LeBron was on the Heat, or like that's true. We'll give it to Steve Kerr when the Warriors, you know, were slaying every year. Yeah, so it's yeah. like it's it's just like whoever has the best team. I feel like they're always at least in the conversation. I think yeah. he's in the conversation. I think it's fine but... if Monty's in the conversation. Even if they give it to him as like a makeup for last year, like I'm fine with that. Yeah, uh, he, I think he deserved it more than uh, Tibbs did last year. I but, definitely did. Uh, you know, it's fine. All right, that was a sidetrack. Our last performance thing I wanted to shout out was LeBron James is now the only player, or he he's the first player, to go in the 30-10-10 club. And what I mean by that is 30,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, 10,000 assists. He's the only player to have done that. And that's just insane, man. That's insane. Like, it's <laughs> just a testament to really how long he's been playing and how well he's been playing that, you know, through all these years. Just... Being that well-rounded, being able to do all that, think of it as like a penta double, you know? Five, thirty thousand, ten thousand, ten thousand. He's got. Yep. He's the only player with a penta double. So, or penta. Wait. Sex, penta oh. triple. Yeah. Right. No, triple penta. Triple double. Triple penta. Triple penta. That's penta. What it is. Yeah. Okay. Triple penta. That's what I mean. LeBron's the only player with a triple penta. So, you know, shout out to him. It, it's. Just kind of crazy, mm-hmm. you know. If you're a LeBron hater, that's fine. But like, we're just witnessing greatness here. All right, yeah. This is what it's got to be. So. Um, one thing I will say as well, uh, it, it, I think it's crazy. Like, like you said, just how well rounded he is and how dominant he's been. Didn't he get? Was it the assist or rebounds that he got last? It was assist. Assist. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought, and and that's just crazy to me that like. Such a prolific score because there's only been three, no, five 30,000 point scores. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, wasn't it Jordan was a Jordan's number five on the list now? Yeah. So, 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 so it's the top two being um, Kareem and Karl Malone, then LeBron, LeBron. then Dirk, then Michael. No, then Kobe. Yeah, then Kobe. Oh, Kobe. Yeah, yeah. Kobe's four, Michael five. So there's no 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 Dirk's ahead of him. Dirk's ahead of Kobe. Or is Dirk, or is Dirk six? I actually don't know, but I'm pretty sure Kobe because Kobe passed Jordan. I know that for sure. No no no, but I'm saying I think I think Dirk's ahead of Jordan. Oh, I got. Dan's got the look up. It's Kareem, Kamala, LeBron, Kobe, Michael, then Dirk. Okay, so Dirk is okay. Tom, Dirk's I knew Dirk. Dirk Dirk has over thirty k, right? Dirk has yes. Okay. Yeah, the only person under uh, is uh, Will Chamberlain at seven. He has thirty-one. Then the next is Shaq at twenty-eight. Okay, okay, okay. So, so top even seven. Will has thirty-one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Perfect. So, so LeBron's one of only seven players to ever score thirty thousand points. So super prolific score. You look at all those guys; they're gonna get you a bucket. Yeah. Um, and then to top it off, he's one of the greatest, you know, assist 
playmakers of all time. Like, he's definitely up there. He's up there for rebounds. Like, mm. And part of it's longevity, of course. But I think that goes into greatness. But, yeah. Just being able to keep your body healthy. and Even when you and look into his season numbers, it's not like they're bad or anything. Yeah. Like, oh, no, no, no. You know, so it's not just longevity. Um, yeah. So he's, he's, he's crazy. Yeah, but I wanted to say, too, I feel like a lot of people, when they when you say best scorer of all time, they'll say KD or they'll say Michael Jordan or they'll say, you know, one of those guys. But LeBron's about to be number one, you know. Like, yeah. assuming he and stays points. healthy for this next year, he's going to, you know, be number one in points. He's already number one in total points when counting playoffs, which is not really fair to me because, you know, so many things are different. But um, it, it's still pretty impressive. So, yeah, shout out LeBron. Yeah, because – but he got that record a while ago. It was yeah, it was like a month ago or yeah. so when he got that. Um, so yeah, it's just it's pretty crazy seeing him still playing great, age thirty-seven. All right, let's yeah, move on. Two fifty-point games. I don't know if he's ever had two fifty-point games within the span of a week. They said he hasn't before. This, this is so his this first was the time. first time in his career. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy, dude. I know it. I think it was the first time he had two in one season, actually. Really, I could be wrong really? about that, but I feel like in 2018 he must have, like including playoffs or just regular season. I actually don't know, but there was something. Right. No, no, where, no, no. Like, Play- playoffs definitely. If you count playoffs, he for sure. Yeah, yeah. Then, then I'll say yeah. For maybe it's the week thing. He hasn't had 50 points that close, so pretty insane. All right, let's move on to our next topic though. We wanted to talk real quick. Yes, last night or was it this morning? Or last night Steph got hurt his ankle and then this morning it came out that he's out indefinitely with a targeted return of right before the playoffs so this is kind of scary for the Warriors I was talking to my friend the other day and um, a lot of the teams behind them in the standings are kind of streaking a little bit and the Warriors are are slumping a little bit so it's going to be interesting for sure to see how they do they got right now they're three and a half games ahead of the Jazz they're four games ahead of the Mavs and like six games ahead of the the Nuggets, so I do think they have some breathing room. But yeah. without Curry, it's going to be tough. They got Draymond back, which is great, but they're going to have to rely a lot more on Jordan Poole and Clay Thompson to do a lot of the heavy mm-hmm. load with with offense. And I know it's just an unfortunate time to get hurt for sure because you know right now you're kind of getting into that playoff mode and. That was just tough, bro. Yeah. It's just tough. You like you, don't, you hate to see going it. into playoffs, and if you're not there, you can't get into that rhythm. Yeah, I so agree with tough. you. Like, hopefully, he'll be able to get reacclimated. Uh, and like, because it's the same thing with Chris Paul. Like, he needs to get reacclimated right as the playoffs begin. So it just depends on them, man. Yeah, so, yeah, so. and it's tough because I feel like Steph, especially, is a player who operates off of rhythm a lot. If he's not oh, in so rhythm, much. yeah. If he's not in rhythm for the playoffs, it's it's really going to be tough for the Warriors to do that much. So we'll see what happens. It's definitely an unfortunate injury, unfortunate timing. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of the play that injured him? Did you guys see it? I was going to ask you about that. Okay. I so I did see it. Watched it a lot. Like it was kind of all over social media. I went and looked up like the play and everything. Um, I have nothing wrong with it i don't think it was targeted um i don't think it was like a non-basketball play i don't think it was like a sloppy basketball or like mm-hmm. cheap you know dirty style. i agree like I, I i think it was just a hustle play and it was just like 
uh, just an accident type thing, you know? Yeah, I think it was unlucky. Yeah, exactly. And, like, that happens. And then, like, Steve Kerr was talking to Marcus Smart, like, oh, don't do that. Like, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I don't know. I think it's kind of, like, partly how I was just taught to play basketball, too. It's like you just do those plays. Yeah. Like, what did Coach Lopez always say? Die for loose balls. I mean, we practice doing that. We literally <laughs> yeah. practice diving yeah. for loose balls. I, I think so, the worst you could say is that it was a reckless play. But mm-hmm. nothing like nothing worth a foul or, or anything crazy like that, you know? It's just yeah. – it was, I, I would say probably it's reckless, which isn't like a – that's not necessarily like trying to trash on Marcus Smart or anything like that. But – um. That, that's just who he is, though. And and, and, and that's hustle, the thing. is yeah. like yeah, he's So awesome many that. players do that. So many players do it. Like, Alex Caruso is always diving on the ball for loose. Yeah. Like, but, like, th- this is also, like, how some of those guys keep their jobs. Yeah, that's what they do. They do the dirty work. Yeah, yeah like, imagine if... Not not dirty work as in, like, yeah, dirty plays, but yeah. just, like, the grunt work. Yeah, the grunt, grunt work. work. That's yeah. probably a better word for it. Because, cause like, think about if Marcus Smart stopped diving for loose balls. Yeah. Then then he stops giving 100% on defense. Then he, you know, stops doing this and that. So then, like, what is he as a player then? Yeah. Um, like, an occasional great three-point shooter, and that would be it. So Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I, yeah. I think it was just... It was, it was unfortunate, maybe a little reckless, but... Nothing worth like saying he's a dirty player over. I do think it's funny. No disrespect to Warriors fans, but they're they're like pissed about it. But it's like, guys, you got Draymond Green on your team. Like, <laughs> I, I love Draymond, yeah. but like he, you guys don't have the best like history with this kind of thing. So it's the epitome of <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I just thought that was kind of funny. I literally actually just looked at the play because I hadn't seen it. Uh-huh. And I, after looking at it, I don't think it was a dirty play either. It, it yeah. literally looked like he was going for the ball as Steph was even, like, running in. So it wasn't like Steph was leaning for the ball and then he just jumped into his knee. You know, he was, exactly. like, he was jumping while Steph was, like, running towards the ball. So it's Yeah, like, yeah. Just unfortunate. You know, it's not unfortunate. Yeah, it is unfortunate. It's not, and it's not like he was... Uh, subconsciously thinking like oh this is my chance to like <laughs> take out Steph's ankle yeah. you know he's just going for the ball so <laughs> no I agree yeah, I think, well, one I thing that does suck even more is Steph has had like ankle problems his whole career yeah yeah that, like, that's, that's like true. that's been like his Achilles heel and so that that's also kind of sad but uh yeah let's Anyways. hope he's better by playoffs playoffs are always better when everyone's healthy um, yeah, we don't want any excuses. Yeah. yeah. Like, we, we want to see good basketball, and, like, obviously, Steph Curry is the epitome of good basketball. Yep, I agree. So, All right, so let's move on. we got a couple teams we want to talk about today. First is the Chicago Bulls, and I just – I'm kind of sad because, you know, I this year I was like, the Bulls are my East team. You know, I'm supporting them, but they they've kind of dropped off. And I think a lot of it is because they are relying on DeMar a lot. And I think once... I'm not going to say DeMar falls off, but I will say it's like... When you have like one player doing a lot of the heavy lifting, I feel like it's really hard for the team in general to um, just like continuously win. And It's funny coming from a Lakers fan. <laughs> what do you, you speak from experience oh yeah yeah this is coming from a guy who you know lebron's the best player and he has to do the heavy lifting the teams just don't win a lot like that and yeah. it's unfortunate even though the bulls do have levine back and they just got crusoe back and i believe lonzo should be back soon 
it's tough for me to see them like even winning out of the first round. So here, look at this. So I agree with you, Michael. Uh-huh. And that that's why I wanted to talk about them tonight is because um, look at their matchup right now. So if you look at the standings, they dropped to the five seed, which means they played Boston. If the season were to end today, dude, I'm taking Boston. Oh, absolutely. Every time. Absolutely. And um, then they're, they're, they're two games ahead of the Cavs and Raptors. But look at their remaining schedule. They have the hardest strength of schedule. They play the Suns, Raptors, Bucks, Cavs, and Clippers. And Miami, and Bucks, and Celtics. Oh, wait. Oh, I missed I missed those. Yeah, yeah, yes. Bucks, Celtics, Hornets again. And and the Timberwolves. Like, you can't sleep on the and Timberwolves. And the Wolves have been doing pretty yeah, well. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so out of their last, I think, like, 12, how many games have they played? Uh, so that would be 60, 69. So they have 13 more games. So out of their last 13 games, the only ones that I'd say are, like, could be cakewalk are the Pelicans, even though the Pelicans have been balling out. Yeah. I, that's, not a, that's not a lie. The Pelicans have been balling. The Knicks and Wizards. Those are the only ones I'd say are like, okay, you should win those. Yeah, and then even even then at the end of the day, uh, the way they've been playing, no game is like an easy win for them. Yeah, and all yeah. three of those games are at, at away too. Yeah. So like that I, also makes it lead. so 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 like that's the thing is like they they have thirteen games left. Of the thirteen, ten of them are super tough matchups, like playoff contender matchups. Yeah. Right. Um. They could easily drop behind the Cavs and Raptors. They would become a play-in team. They're not gonna. I don't think they'll fall all the way down to Brooklyn because they they're what like they're six five and, and a half, half games, games up. Five and a half. Oh, five and a half. Okay, okay. Yeah, so they're five and a half games up on Brooklyn. So I don't think they'll drop that far, especially because Kyrie only has two more games in him. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Wait, is that it? Two more? Yeah, he has two more. Do they only have two home games left? That's kind of two crazy. away games left. Or two away games, sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of crazy. So, verse, verse, one, two, three, four. He has four left. Okay, four sorry. left. Okay. Still not left. So, so, it's uh, Grizzlies, Heat, Hawks. Oh, but he can't play at the Knicks. Yeah, he can't play at the Knicks. So, it's three. So, it's Grizzlies, Heat, Hawks. Dang, bro, that's kind of crazy. So Kyrie has three games left in him. So, uh, anyways, but back to back I'm to the taking Bulls. so long to say this. <laughs> so, uh, so the Bulls might end up having to play in the play-in versus the Nets. I, and I don't like their odds there. Yeah, no, I don't. You like do their not. Odds. You do not like their. So, so they go from like being the number one seed almost all season yeah. in a close race, but yeah. like they were top. They were top three most of the season. To now they might end up in the play-in versus the Nets, and that's a that's a team nobody wants to see in the playoffs in general. Yeah, it, it's unfortunate for sure. Um, I think they just had a great start to the season. They're, I'm looking at it now; their away record's really bad. They're 16 and 18 away, while at home that's they're 25-10. So that's kind of something to think about too. But yeah, just, also it's just been injuries, bro. Yeah, they've they've been in and out all year. It kind of sucks because. Um, yeah, I think that will be a first on exit. They could probably beat Cleveland. Uh, actually, I won't say probably, but like I'd say it's 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 a coin flip. 
But if they see Boston, Philly, Milwaukee, Miami, they're they're probably losing in five, maybe six. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, if they're not a top four seed, they don't. Yeah. This is a, probably. Well, lose. even if they're a top four seed and they see Boston in the first round, they're losing to Boston. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's true. So it's gonna be tough. I'd honestly, I would probably even yeah. So right, Raptors. Raptors and Cavs, I could see them winning that. But, like, they'll be tough series. Be yeah. tough series. Hey, but you know what? They do have Alex Caruso. All right. He could be – he could will them to mm-hmm. to a playoff win. So NBA yeah. champion Alex Caruso. M- NBA champion Alex Caruso. <laughs> you get that right. All right, let's move on to our next team we wanted to talk about, the Toronto Raptors. So, they've kind of been balling out. I'm not going to lie. They've been sitting at the seventh seed for a while. But right now they've rattled off five straight wins. They're seven and three in their last ten, and honestly, they're they're a scary team. I think they just beat the Suns, which mm-hmm. is not easy, as we've seen. Uh, they just beat the Lakers, you know, very tough team to beat. No, I'm just kidding. But you know, they're still pretty good. I think the Raptors are a scary team just because they're super physical and they're like tall. They're all tall, you know, and yeah, it's <laughs> it's always scary going up against those type of teams, especially. For teams that play a little more small ball or they'll rely on guard play, which is most teams, let's be honest. Um, they're definitely kind of a na- matchup nightmare for a lot of teams. So right now they'd play Milwaukee if the, if the season ended today and they won their playing game. And honestly, I could see that series go into like six. Like no disrespect. It's not disrespecting Milwaukee because mm-hmm. I think they're great. But if a team were to match up really well with them, it'd be Toronto. Because they have the length, and also they've performed historically well against the Bucks too. Yeah. Uh, so that that's one thing to think about. But yeah, the the Raptors have definitely been been playing really well. Um. And uh, shout out to them, bro. I yeah, I like them a lot in a lot of these matchups, um, and they're getting hot at like the perfect time, you know. Mm-hmm. And one thing I will say is Siakam is so slept on, bro. Oh, he's been playing like, pretty well. Fred Van Vliet finally got his roses this year, but, mm-hmm. like, dude, Siakam has been balling. And it didn't make sense for them to have two all-stars, so I'm not saying yeah. like, Siakam was snubbed. But, honestly, Siakam is having one of the best seasons of his entire career, even when he was an all-star in All-NBA. Uh, I'm, I think he was All-NBA, wasn't he? I think he was maybe probably, not. like, third maybe. team. I think he might Maybe not. Don't quote me on that. Okay, okay. But, um, anyways, he, he he's even having a better season this year than he did his regular All-Star year. Mm-hmm. And not a lot of attention on it. So, I feel like, yeah, I feel like Siakam, his, like, his kind of recognition went really down after uh, the bubble. Because he wasn't playing too well in the bubble. Yeah. Because his stock was super high after they won the finals. And he yeah, dropped like was... 43 in game one. Um, but I think that... I don't know. He kind of got snubbed a little bit after the bubble. Because he didn't play too well there. And honestly... Even after, even after the bubble, like he was still high. Because like, I remember yeah. that first year after Kawhi left. Everyone was like on the Siakam hype train. But yeah, you're right. Like the next season after the Lakers won the championship, he had like a little bit of a down year. No, he had the and down. Like, year. It was the bubble year. He had the down year, because Kawhi was on the Clippers that year. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm saying like that first year after Kawhi. 
Yeah, people were like, I remember people were saying he's going to take over and be their number one guy. Yeah. Which is very reasonable. I think that's very Which I think he was, though. From yeah. what I remember, he, he played really well up until the bubble. Yeah, yeah. He, I agree with you. That, that's what and happened. And then the bubble, he sucked. Next season, he like was mid. And then this season, he's all-star level again. He's but... playing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One other thing, shout out, dude, shout, shout out Gary Trent Jr., dude. He's been balling. Yeah. And yeah. I still don't understand that trade from Portland's perspective. It's it's no, so it's so weird, sense. man. But you know, it's don't try to understand Portland. It's it's very hard with their trades. So, <laughs> um, yeah, shout out Gary Trent. Um, Scotty Barnes has been playing awesome too. He's a big hustler. I don't know if he'll win Rookie of the Year, but he's been looking pretty good. He won't. Um, yeah, no, I don't know as a Mobley guy, which you know, fair enough, fair enough. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's been playing awesome. If I'm a Raptors fan, I'm pretty happy with that. And I'm not saying the Raptors could upset a team if they, like, they, they have to go through the play-in. But they could give some team trouble mm-hmm. in the East. And I think pretty much every playoff team right now, top eight team in the East, you don't want to see in the yeah. first round. It's yeah, kind of crazy. So, it's definitely going to be interesting to see. I think if the Hornets or the Hawks make it in, like, through the play-in, I would love to see the Hornets if I was, you know, that that's that's probably like the least scary team. Even the Hawks could they could get hot for a few games and mm-hmm. yeah, and I, I, I would not want to see the Hawks. Yeah, I want to I want to see, see the Hawks, Hawks. but Hornets. But yeah. then again, the Hornets are our next team that we're talking about, right? Yeah, we are going to talk about the Hornets actually, and they've been kind of I don't know, they're streaky. That's the yeah, thing. they're very streaky. I was, like they're the definition of streaky. They're like hot, hot, or they're cold, cold. Yeah. And it's funny. I was just telling my friend, I'm like, dude, why haven't we heard anything about LaMelo Ball this year? I mean, I feel like everyone was talking about him last year. No one's talking about him this year. I looked up his stats, and he's been fine. Like, he hasn't been bad or anything. So, like, they could still talk about him. But I think it's just the Hornets are just, I don't know. They're just painfully average right now. Uh, they're literally 17-17 and 17 at home and 18-18 and 18 away. So, do do with that what you will, and they're thirty five, thirty five. So, <laughs> it's just kind of it's kind of interesting to think about. They would have to play the Hawks if the season ended right now. They play the Hawks in a playing game, um, and then the Nets or the Raptors, which is tough. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't even know if I see them getting past the Hawks. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Um, I think the, the well, they 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 did just beat them. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah, they did. They did. Yep. Yes, oh, yeah, I was yeah, like, Trey dropped nine too. points, yeah. Yeah, because because they threw so many double teams. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Um, And one thing I will say, even if the Hornets don't make the playoffs this year, I'm okay with that as a, like, if I'm a Hornets fan because you really have, like, no, uh, like, reason to win this year. Like, yeah. There's no, like, mm-hmm. like, you're just – you're really in it for the long haul, especially with Lamelo, Miles Bridges, uh, like all these this young talent you have. Like, I don't I don't see a reason why you have to win and, this year. And considering how tough the East is right now, it's not that crazy, yeah. you know, that mm-hmm. that they're not in the playoffs. So yeah, wait wait for uh, Kevin Durant to retire, <laughs> dude. It, Kyrie, it kind of does like, suck because the East has been so bad all these years, and now when I the know. Hornets start getting good. Like the rest of the East is like, okay, we're good now. <laughs> so yeah, it's that's crazy. It's definitely tough. 
But yeah, that about wraps it up for this episode. We just wanted to shout out those teams. Also, real quick, I want to give a shout out. This just happened, by the way. Sadiq Bay dropped 51 points today. <laughs> Sadiq Bay? Yeah. No was... way! <laughs> so we were shouting out some real? performances. I wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, the Pistons beat the Magic. Um, so very... <laughs> oh my god! Pretty much the bottom of the East. But I thought it was kind of funny. That was the only NBA game today. Pistons yeah, yeah. Magic. Well, you know why? Because it's because of, of March Madness. Yeah. March Madness, exactly. Which, which, quick shout out to a few teams. Uh, I'm gonna shout out number 15 St. Peter's for okay. beating Kentucky. Wait, what? That uh, happened? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh yep. my goodness. Went, it went into OT and St. Peter's beat Kentucky. Did New Mexico State win today? I hope not. Uh, I don't know if they've played yet. They played. And then also, I was watching. The game oh, they're playing right now. They're playing right now. Also, shout out, shout out to Richmond for beating Iowa. Yeah, that busted my bracket. For, that busted all my brackets was Iowa losing. Well, dude, the Kentucky had to bust all every bracket. Yeah, Let's I, see. Yeah, I, picked, I was, picked Kentucky. Oh, dude. dude, I had Kentucky going to the Elite Eight in some of my brackets. Really? <laughs> yeah. That is, that is an insane upset. Dang, man. And then New Mexico State just beat UConn, which sucks. I no, they didn't. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, they right. did. I they hate, did, I yeah. Hate. That is a big upset as well. Dang, dude, these brackets are. That's another. That's another twelve over five. I remember, you, like, in the first eight games so far, only one point zero five percent of brackets are still accurate. That's it. Yeah. Wow. This is so insane. Bro. Next Wait, year, one point zero five are accurate for what? One point zero five percent of uh, brackets are accurate after the first eight games of March Madness. Like today. Today, yeah. For through the first. Fir- yeah. I'm surprised there's still 1.5. No, no, that is 1.05%. Yeah. That, that is crazy, though, dude. But, uh, yeah, anyway, shout out Sadiq Bay dropping 51. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, I guess there's there's only three there were only three uh, percent of brackets that had Iowa losing in the first round. So, I guess it's not that That's surprising. True, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, anyways, yeah, yeah, back to the NBA. Shout out to Sadiq Bay. Bro, that's, that's the, eight, that's, that's the that's, eighth 50 point game of the season. <laughs> yes, eighth 50 point game. And then there's been, um, there's been, I think, so it would be 19 40 point game. No, 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 no. 19 40 point game or 50 point games this season. And that's the eighth this month. What? Well, that's insane, bro. It's like, dude, that's it's insane. like the meme where. You know, it's got, like, all the soldiers mm-hmm. and the clown. <laughs> and that's Sadiq Bay. Yeah. Dude, I don't know how. That's the most random 50-point game I've ever heard of. <laughs> Dude, it's it's that and the Jamal Crawford when he was on the Suns. He dropped, like, 51 or whatever. Oh, yeah. That was when hilarious. he was super old. Yeah, it was his last I game, think he I'm prob- pretty sure. He probably still holds the record for oldest 50-point game. Unless LeBron took it. Wasn't but it? I think Jamal Crawford was old. Well, was it a Kobe? Kobe? I thought it was Kobe. Or unless Kobe oh, was- No, Kobe was 60. Yeah, but still well, a 50, still point 50 point game, point. right? 50 plus. But was point he game. older than Crawford? He would have been like what? Kobe 30, was 37. 37, yeah. Dude, I think Crawford was 39, bro. Really? That's My boy was old. Oldest player to drop 50. Yeah, it was Jamal Crawford. He was 39. Dude, what? A, look at me. I'm goaded. <laughs> the stat guy, bro. Michael Give Jordan was 38. Me. Kobe was 37. Um, and 234 days. LeBron was 37 and 65 days ago. I, I also real quick. I know I know we're going way over, but LeBron dropping fifty at thirty seven is insane when you consider Kobe dropped sixty at thirty seven. And if you remember, Kobe was not good that year at all. Yeah. Like besides the sixty point game, 
Like, he was terrible. And even the 60-point game, he shot 50 times. It was bad. Yeah. It was so, bad. It was you know, a, I mean, it was a legendary it was a dirty performance. dirty 60-point game. But at the yeah. same time, like, Kobe was not the same dude. But the fact that LeBron is still doing this good and he's about to be Kobe's age when he retired and he's still got a few years left is, is absolutely insane. Because mm-hmm. Kobe played 20 years, bro. Yeah. You know, that's crazy. So, I, I just wanted to, to say that. So, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that wraps it up for today. Uh, thank you all for tuning in and be sure to follow us at Ball Squad Podcast. Hopefully, Alex is back next week. And we'll see you all then. See you guys. Peace out.